All right, folks, Jimmy Schwinn here with Master Lama Raji. And we are we are going, this is our very first live, and we're going to be doing these lives once a week together. And we're our focus is bringing patriotism and spirituality together as one. And Master Lama Raji is going to talk to you about that. Um, also, he has now become part of the My Patriots Network. He's part of the channel with the Circle of Life. He's only one of 12 Master Lama Lamas in the world in a lamasary that's been in existence for over 3,300 years. He's going to talk about some things. I want everybody to get to know him as we, you know, one, we're going live on all the social media that we have, but also we'll be emailing this out. We'll be posting it on the website. But I really, truly want everyone to get to know him. Most of you know me, okay? I'm on multiple memberships. I'm, you know, I'm all about saving our country here in the United States, about patriotism, liberty, love, and, you know, uh, for everyone, you know, no, no uh, you know, no discrimination against anyone. I believe in liberty and love for all people, but we've been working really hard. There's a lot going on. We're going to give you some updates. One of the things on these, these uh, lives too, we're going to update you on some stuff, show you some things that are happening right now and what's going on with patriotism and spirituality. So Master Lama, why don't you uh, explain to everyone, you first give them a, a background about yourself and then talk to them about how we came together. Okay. It was a divine situation, in my opinion. But let's see what everyone thinks. Wonderful. Well, first, let me say it's an honor to be here. Uh, it's been many years in coming. And uh, most of my life in early childhood, I was a sickly child. And then I had a phenomenal experience of an out-of-body experience at surgery in 1968. Uh, it took me about 15 days to rehab. I uh, heard the physician at that time, the pediatric surgeon, tell my mom in the other room, uh, of which I kind of developed uh, uh, kind of supersonic hearing that's been with me for a long time. And basically, she told my mom that I probably would be in and out of the hospital all my life, and I would probably not see my uh 18th birthday, which was the year I graduated in 1974. Uh, later years, my dad read an article about martial arts and yoga. Get your children into martial arts and yoga and it'll build stamina. So I entered martial arts and yoga and began to take nutritional products, especially Chinese and Asian different herbs. Uh, and in the process, rebuild myself. And by the time I was 17, 18 years old, uh, I was already working on my second uh, black belt. I was training in Chinatown in New York. Uh, my sparring partner at the time was one of the members of the Guardian Angels. And I would walk the beat with him sometimes a couple days a week. And one day he said, hey, let's go check out Washington Square. There's supposed to be this master Lama from Tibet, and he's teaching a system called Tai Chi Gong. Tai meaning a Mandarin word for grand or ultimate. Chi is the intrinsic energy that in India they call prana, in Japan they call ki. And then Gong basically means temple. And if we're talking about the human being, we're talking about your spirit, mind, and body. If we were talking about your home, we could be calling it feng shui. So anyhow, we walked over to Washington Square. I noticed that, that it was a Saturday and there was about 30 or 40 students there. And in the process, they were mesmerized. I mean, their eyes were as big as saucers. Uh, some of them's tongues were hanging out. I was particularly interested in the master sitting down because he seemed to have feed around him, or at least I thought he did because he had squirrels and pigeons all over. So my rational mind said, well, I'm going to walk around and see the front of this guy and he's going to have seed. And when I walked around, that vision kind of bothered me uh, at the time. And I remember 
hearing in my mind that passage in scripture, in Judean Christian scripture, where it says, I have food to eat, you know not of. So he stood up and it was like everything was transfixed in slow motion. And then almost like he levitated, he came right toward me. He reached over, he didn't grab my hand, he grabbed the inside of my forearm and he pulled me toward him and he said, Rastaji, what took you so long? Well, two things happened when he said that. Number one, the, the name Rastaji was like, why is he calling me that at this time? And yet something inside of me had heard this word before. The other thing that I noticed was from my shoulder down to my hand that he grabbed, the whole arm went numb like a wet piece of pasta. And I backed up. Later, he shared with me that the name Rasaji in Sanskrit basically means God's joy. So that's, that's kind of how I met my Lama Master, Jimmy. And uh, that's how it kind of began, really. Well, let me ask you a question because it's interesting. You and I have spent some time together and most people think Lamas are Buddhists. So why don't you talk, because it was really interesting. Again, I don't get into the religious side of anything, right? It's another, in my opinion, separation and division, just like politics are, races. It's about divide and conquer, right? Let's divide these people and all kinds of different things, religion, race, and all that, and then we can conquer them. But it was very interesting, your story of, you know, going to the Lamasary and then studying the, the, the Bible for right. your first year. And then I have now spent, <clears throat> I think you and I have spent, I would say, at night and different times when we're actually doing even working Zooms together for what we're ready to bring to everyone. And by the way, folks, we got a, a free uh, way for you to get and get some training from Master Lama Raji, again, one of 12 people, and learn how to breathe energy and learn how to be balanced and start getting all of this stuff and moving into a, a higher vibration into a different dimension, you know, and not being the 3D, but up into the 5D. Because there's amazing things uh, and amazing stories I've heard before I met you, but now also meeting you. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about the you know, what you studied when you first got there and, you know, what your beliefs are around religion. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Be happy to Jimmy. Um, <coughs> and thanks for asking that question. So it's kind of a humorous thing. My about three years into training, the Lama basically came to me in Manhattan one day and class had just gotten over on a Saturday. He says, I, I need to talk to you. And he said, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news. He says, what do you want first? Well, I'm born the Chinese side of the monkey, which means the monkey expects adversity. We, we expect adversity. And then in the process, we deal with that. So we don't, we don't shy away from the, so tell me the bad first is that I'm getting ready to have to go back to Tibet. And of course, immediately, you know, I was like, cause this guy was becoming like a father that figure that I never had. So he was already my, my master, my spiritual mentor, but he was so down to earth. He was like, just imagine, if you could literally choose your father, that's who you would choose. He was so warm, so gentle, and so powerful. He was a mixture of peace and power. And that's what tai, the essence of Tai Chi Gong is. So he said, the good news is I want you to go home to Florida and share with your parents that I want you to come train in what my dad later called Tibet or what we call Tibet. And so I went home and I got my things in order and I went back and we traveled together. We traveled into India and we were able to go in through Nepal. And of course, Nepal is Northeast India. And just about 
at the borderline of Nepal and Tibet, there appeared um, a wagon with two ox pulling the wagon. And as it approached, you could see there's huge like Afghan rugs rolled in. Well, my intuition working overtime at that time says, oh my God, they're going to wrap us up in those rugs where there were two other Americans that were invited with me. And then of course, there was our guide. So four of us wrapped up in these rugs and we bounced all into Tibet about what was about 50 miles from Southern uh, Tibet. So when we got there, we literally got to the little village of Darchin and we had some whopping tasty butter yak tea. And it still takes a little bit of getting used to. But as we came out of the inn that was there, you could just barely see the third floor of the temple because you got to remember it's about 7,500 elevation. And, you know, that's the first level of clouds are about at 5,000. So when you're dropping down on an airplane, as you'll notice before landing, you drop through about 5,000 feet and that's your first and last layer of clouds. So we went there, we trekked up, we got there and I was so excited. Well, I learned some things right away, some rules and regulations that a country boy from Tennessee that had spent time in the entertainment business in New York and obviously liked the talk was not too excited about we were allowed the first year to talk only for a two-hour segment. And that was on Fridays when we were meeting with one of the master lamas and we could ask them questions. And even then, you had to wait your turn. You had to raise your hand. And, of course, and if you were caught talking any other time during the week, you ended up having extra chores. So it was very, very difficult. So I did not know this, but I was being prone for that. So the next thing I find out was I had heard about all these manuscripts in Tibet. And I said, man, oh man, I can't wait to read that manuscript that was carved in sheets of jade bound by leather binding. I said, I will... I will read the secrets of the universe. So Lama Master came up to me and he had a box about like this. And he says, I want you to open this because this is a, a an important book of truth. Well, I was just drooling inside and I went to open it up and I opened it up and it was a Judean Christian Bible. And I looked at him and I was like puzzled as a child, a part of me was like disappointed. I was thinking, well, I wanted to see the Jade book, right? I'd heard about the Jade book and he told me this. He says, when you can find Tai Chi Gong in the Bible, then it will be time for you to read something else. Well, I've been reading the Bible since I was 13 years old. And here I was 19 approaching 20 and I'm thinking, I don't remember. I know I've read through the Bible front to cover at least 10, 11 times. And I thought, I don't remember hearing anything about Tai Chi, Tai Chi Gung in the Bible. So anyhow, I did it and went into training. At the end of the first year, we went on a mountaintop. I said, surely he's going to give me another book to read. So he takes me to the mountaintop and for 45 days, I'm in meditation. About 20 days into meditation, a great yogi master appears to me in his spirit body. He's just a luminous, he's in a loincloth and he looked about 18 to 21 years old, long black hair. I mean, literally like just a male diva. And he appears to me and he says to me, he says, I'm going to teach you how to breathe the breath of life. 
And this breath of life that I'm going to teach you will change your spirit, mind, and body forever. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, we have to learn not only to spiritualize our mind, but besides you have to learn to spiritualize your body. He says, you'll see, here you go back to the West and academia is teaching people this and teaching people that. But who is teaching people how to spiritualize their mind and how to spiritualize their body? See, your eternal soul, he said, called the Sharat, Sanskrit for soul, and your Shakti, your spirit, is designed to get you ready to live in a higher vibration because we are coming into the age of energy, communication, and movement and the transformation of a human being. And in order to do that, you have to be ready for that. I said, what do you mean, Master? He said, every day, we are more in ascension mode than we are. I said, what does that mean? He said, we are returning the human race back to the Garden of Eden. I said, back to the Garden of Eden? You mean with Adam and Eve? And he said, yes. He said, and we are embracing the tree of life, not the tree of good and evil, the tree of knowledge that people separate right brain from left brain, male from female, mind from body. Religion originally created good for people, but then now we're using it in order to control. Anti-Qigong, a master relinquishes control of all human beings and takes total control of themselves. And then oh, he was gone. You know, and I want to uh, interject here, let's say, from a patriot standpoint, all right? Even though that I've been studying frequencies and the law of attraction and positive vibration for decades, okay? Um, and, you know, it, it, it's amazing that, you know, you were saying about how they didn't let you speak for a specific amount of time. You know, I, I think that's good advice for a lot of people out there that they should start listening and listening to the creator and his son. I'm not going to get into naming, uh, you know, the heavenly father and his son and all of the, 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 the you know, the, the spirits, the souls around and the angels and start listening and, and spending time. One of the things we were talking about the other day is that it's not about tithing money. It's about giving your time to build a relationship with the creator of all things and then breathing the energy like you about what was it about a month ago or or so that you had went through this exercise. I'm going through your book. You're talking to me about breathing the energy in through my nose and, and, and bring it through my stomach and then blowing out. So putting my hand here on my belly, breathing in blowing out and closing your eyes and then putting your hands on and then everything starts tingling and all that starts happening where you were saying that the, your, your energy body is connecting with your physical body and people do not understand how important it is to mind what you're saying about yourself and what you're saying to others, the vibration that you're putting out there that you're going to get back in because like, you know, a like attracts like, you know, if you're out there, you know, you're downing yourself, you're downing other people, you're you're constantly fighting against something and not focusing your energy on the solutions for it. Right. Um, I mean, Here's is energy, you've been in this now for how long? I mean, give well, us a, a, a number of years first that you went through the training, but then now I know that you are one of 12 master llamas in the world, not a Buddha, uh, not Buddhism, even though we don't judge any religion at all, but you've been around a long time. And now I heard for, from the grapevine through you that the Lamasary has made you the spokesperson for 
the Lamas area globally. I mean, this is big, big stuff. And, you know, why don't you tell people how you came, um, one, a little bit more about the history of the Lamasari, the infiltration of them in pretty much every pillar of society, from government to entertainment to, you know, economy, corporations, and then, um, you know, what you feeling about patriotism and spirituality. Okay. You know, because I want people to understand there's a lot of people out there and we're not going to get on these weekly events. We're not getting into all of this other stuff. We're here okay. to help people explain. And I know you know that, but I'm just talking to the people. This is about, you know, bringing patriotism and spirituality together and helping you become a better you and you vibrating at a higher level. Because I'd hate to see anyone watching this miss out and see stuck in the 3D as people ascend to 5D and forward. Right. So I hear two dominant questions underneath what you were saying, Jimmy. So I'd like to address the first one, and then I'll give the background of Tai Chi Gun. The first one is we hear all the time about Great Reset, the Great Awakening, moving into 5D this, 5D that, and how do you do that? Well, here's the, here's, here's the basic thing. This energy body or spirit body that surrounds people since birth and is with them until the spirit totally separates from the body is referred to sometimes as auritic field. It's referred to as energy body. To some people, it's spirit. Here's the key. In that body, it flows vibrational constantly like a sweeper. And in that sweeping process, that ebbing flow, it's moving constantly from the third, fourth, and fifth dimension. A good part of our emotional self and our mental self, the thoughts that we have kept in, the beliefs that have been passed down from outside authority, from our parents' knee, to our school teachers, to all outside authority has been stored there. All our emotional feelings. One of the most basic reasons that we sleep at night is so that that is separated and cleansed enough that we can deal and have enough energy of the day. Now, a master Lama works on cleaning that so that they can choose how and when and what vibration and frequency they can stay in. In every dimension, there is seven major frequency. Let's just look at the third, fourth, and fifth. Later, we'll get into the higher dimensions, but today. So in the third dimension, I have seven major frequencies. In the fourth dimension, I have seven major frequencies. And in the fifth, I have seven. We know in scripture, the number 21 is very important. So let's look at those. Well, there's seven colors in a rainbow. There are seven psychic wheels referred to in yoga is chakra, which means wheel that spins, right? There are seven notes in a musical scale, do, re, mi, fa, so, la. That's not by accident. That's by creator and purpose. Now, let me now get, establish that. So in order to stay in 5D for any period of time, these exercises were given to humanity to literally sweep clean the unconscious and the subconscious garbage so that we could consciously participate in the 5D and decide even whether we want to sleep or not. Now in Tibet, sleep is referred to as the little death and death is referred to as the big sleep. Let me get into the history of the second question. Second question is, there was a great yoga master by the name of Voga Narthar. And he was considered at that time relatively a large Indian Brahmin man, well over six foot tall. And we're talking over 3,300 years ago. 
He was a student who became a master in three major yoga disciplines, Hatha yoga, stretching, conditioning, alignment yoga, Kundalini yoga, the yoga of the chakras and the opposing force, the Inga, the Pagala, and the Sasuma, which is the marriage of this. This is the second birth that Christ Jesus refers to, being born of water and being born of fire. The third yoga discipline was referred to as prana-yama. Now let's look at those two words. Prana is their word for intrinsic energy, like the word chi that we use in Tai Chi Gong. Yama is considered the lord of death in ancient Indian scripture. So prana over yama means what Christ said, death becomes our servant. The circle of life goes where life embraces death. Now, Bhoganathar was sitting there one day. He had been meditating for years. He was in his early 40s, but already a very adept master. But he started having visions of things in nature that were not in India, anything that he had seen in India. And there was a passing Sadhu one day, which is a wandering monk who decided to approach him. And he shared with him his vision. He says, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about, Sadhu. And he said, I think your answer is in China. Now imagine China 3,300 years ago, way before industry, no industrial at all, right? You could drink out of the Yangtze River. It was so fresh 3,300 years ago. So he treks in to, to China. Well, they look at this tall, Brahmin, dark skin individual. Most of the Chinese at that time in that area were fair skinned. And he stood by the riverbanks and began to practice his Hatha yoga, his Pranayama yoga, and his Kundalini yoga. But he discovered something. He discovered not only a fixed position, which we call a santa or posture, and Hatha yoga was important for the energy, but the shifting of the weight from point A to point B. And that the way that you breathe when you did that did something totally different to the prana and the intrinsic energy. So he also realized that if I'm by the river, that's one form of chi and energy. If I'm in the mountains, that's another form of energy. And if I'm in the forest with trees that are over millennium old, and I'm connecting with those trees. Well, at that point, he said, my master now is the divine mother of nature. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to surrender to you. And for the next 50 years, what she brought to him and taught to him, that became his master. And what he learned was really profound, that nature remembered what the human race had forgotten. Nature remembered. It was still in nature's DNA. And he began to uncover her secrets. And the secrets were, he learned very fast that illness, there's only one key to illness. There's only one thing behind illness, and that is aging and how you age, and whether you age, and if you want to age, to an advanced being in this science was a free will choice, Jimmy. Yeah, everything's a free will choice, right? And people don't understand, you know, uh, one of the, you know, the things that you were saying, around your town where the Lamasary is, you have some of the oldest living people in the world, correct? That's correct. All right. So, again, everything's about energy. Everything's about frequency. People can say what they want. I mean, I'm watching 
the, the, the wealth of the wicked be poured into the righteous right now. More resources and finances and human assets coming to me in the business that I run for you, the heavenly father and his son than I've ever seen since I've been on this planet next week for 56 years. Okay. But yet people sit, you know, in their, their, current situation. You know, I've got many memberships that I'm involved in. You know this. It's all either patriotic or wellness-wise or spiritual-wise to help people because these areas, you know, talk to people about patriotism and spirituality. And, you know, this stuff is not, you know, hocus-pocus, folks. This is real stuff that we're talking about here. Um, a lot of people think, oh, frequencies. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm involved in the energy wellness company. I'm one of the partners. I get to see these testimonials coming in. They floor me for pain management, for sleep, for you know, energy, for all of that. It's all based on frequency technology. This is a science that's been validated. And we are energy beings. We are souls with the spirit of the creator in us having a human experience. But talk about you know, talk about, first of all, how you and I, because this this is the first of many folks, and I've always been the guy behind the curtain, you know, doing all these things for other people. Very, very, even though I've done thousands of webinars and stuff like that, training people, I've always been. But, you know, the spirit inside me told me, no, no, you got to step out. And then bringing all the people that are necessary to what we're doing, and then you coming into my life. And you and I have spent probably close to 40 hours over the last, what? Um, three months. Three yeah, months. Speaking. Yes. So kind of tell people where we're at timeline-wise. Again, this is an organization, a lamasary, that has more intel than any of these other people that are talking on the, web, on, on the internet as far as intel besides the governments themselves into the governments, into the into the uh, industries, into everything, okay? They've been around 3,300 years with their records untouched, unedited by any government, any king, any queen. So this is what really, I mean, I've learned a lot from you and I'm actually getting so hot, I'm like a nuclear reactor because I'm breathing in chi, I'm breathing in energy. You know, I was talking to you about that last night. I mean, I got the fan on, I got the air conditioner at 68 degrees, I'm I'm lit up. I, I mean, I could work every day with almost no sleep. Talk to people about where we're at and what's going on right now with patriotism, spirituality, and bringing this, this world back to love and light and, and where we're, even though we're going to be in an ongoing battle, kind of give people where we're at right now. Yeah. Just be happy to Jimmy. And thank you. Um, well, we had what's referred to in spirituality and different teachings and esoteric teachings on the planet, what we call, you might call the bell curve. It's sometimes referred to as the cosmic turning point. Yeah. It's really kind of easy to understand. If you understand then in about a thousand year time, 500 years before the birth of Christ and 500 years afterwards, we had all these male and female spiritual giants showing up. You had the Buddha, you had Krishna, you had Jesus, you had Moses, you had Muhammad. All of these people, you had Kuan Yin, you had Mother Mary. They're showing up. And in scripture, there's this quote that says, the light entered the darkness and the darkness knew it not. Now, it's, this is really powerful. So we started ascending shortly after these beings came into being. They helped turn the cosmic turning point. In ancient India, they referred to a night and day of Brahm. Brahm is God, the creator, if we were putting it along with the Judean Christian teachings, right? About 1700 AD, all the Sufis, the city yoga masters agree that we hit second gear of ascension. And what that means is that people just naturally showing up in incarnations right now, 
their frontal lobes of their brain are enlarged more than they were 12 to 1500 years ago. Science knows this. Also, science knows that it takes electrical charge to enlarge the frontal lobes of the brain. What most of the people do not know is you don't have just a right and left brain, but that small thing they call the medulla that's at the stem of the brain comes into transformation when the right and left brain gets together and starts to do the dance of the Tao or the dance of the Chi, depending on how you want to look at it. So in other words, these two brains through certain exercises and meditations that we do, one's called the figure eight, people would say, oh, that's the infinity sign. When you cut the infinity sign and you turn it backwards, what do you have if you run it vertically? You have RNA and DNA. Now I'm gonna share something with you. There is a mass programming of one form DNA that people have been getting from their parents. That's why in scripture says the sins of the fathers and the sins of the mothers shall be passed on to the descendants and generations of the children of God. But there's also an original DNA that is part of the idiotic consciousness that is also back to God the Father. It says, we were in the beginning the spirit of truth. Neither can we be created, nor can we be destroyed. So our original programming is life eternal. Christ says, I come to bring you a life and a life more abundantly. So here we are. The reset didn't start last year. The pandemic started last year. The the point is, why did Rasaji, everybody start jumping on the internet, including Rasaji, back in March of last year? This is what happens. I'm walking down the mountaintop on the 46th day after meditation. And the Lama master looks at me and he says, Rasaji, you look puzzled. What is wrong? I said, well, master, I said, oh, my God, I'm only 20, 21 years old. I mean, there, you've showed with me so much in the last four to five years. What am I supposed to do with this knowledge? I said, who is going to listen to a 21-year-old kid? He said, oh, you want to know how to find out what you want to do. And you also want to know how to get there fast. He says, you got to tell me after 45 days on a mountaintop, we still haven't uh, slowed you down, little llama. That was his nickname for me back then, that way before I became llama. And he said, yes. He said, look at what the world's doing, little llama, and do the opposite. And I said, what? Look at what the world's doing and do the opposite. And I thought of myself, he said, well, because the world is disconnected from the divine. The world separates right and left brain. The world separates church and state, spirituality and patriotism. They separate everything. The job of ascension is to put it all back together. So all of a sudden, about, I guess in October, after I'm doing YouTube videos for months, all of a sudden we have this llama, I call him the Jimmy Swan llama in um, Tibet. And he has this <laughs> unbelievable computer. They, they told me one day how much a computer costs. It's unbelievable. But he's got permission to directly connect with a satellite that most people cannot connect with. He's been using 5G longer than they've been talking about 5G. And he begins to go to social media and he starts doing keyword searches. Truth seeker, spiritual patriot, uh, 
care for people, reset, the great awakening. He starts doing that. And all of a sudden, the Charlie Ward show starts coming up. And little by little, I get a contact from that llama. And that llama says, do you know who Charlie Ward is? And of course, at the time, I did not know who Charlie Ward is. And so then I asked uh, one of my friends on the internet that I knew was listening to a lot of chatter that wasn't on mainstream news. And I asked him, I said, do you know? He said, oh, yeah, I've been listening to him for about six months now. You need to listen to him. I said, "Okay." So I began to follow him and shadow him for a while. Next thing you know, they start this inner circle. Boom. I joined. I said, better to be part of the inside to learn what's going on. About two or three presentations into it, I start hearing about MPN, My Patriots Network. And I had a flashback of walking down the mountain some 40 something years ago. And I remember the master said, this will be the age where spirituality and patriotism comes back together. So I sent Jim. In, in one second, before we go on, sure. we're not talking about spiritualism. We're not talking about new age. Okay. We are, <laughs> you know, what gets me also, and I want you to tell them, because this is a ma magnificent story is that in the Holy Word and in all other things that you should be studying besides that, you're not to judge people. You're not to condemn people. You're not to say nasty things to people. And it amazes me, like you said, you talk about Dr. Charlie Ward, and not that I agree 100% with him, right? But And he has a lot of people that love him to death. But it amazes me, the people that say, I'm 4D, I'm 5D are the first ones to criticize and say negative things about people. Sorry, and sorry for the interruption. But I gotta, I got you know me by now after forty hours how I work. <laughs> but continue, please, Master yes, Um, So you know the key of it is it's see actually it started with the birth of Christ. I want you to understand something that's very profound. We'll get into this more in detail. Most people know the history that Joseph was 14 generation, the bloodline of King David. Now, what you might not know about Joseph is Joseph was four generations of families being builders and landlords and understanding the responsibility of managing money. So that's one thing I want you to think about. Jesus' mother, Anna, was four generations of training and studying with the mystical spiritual group called the Essenes. So think about this. So when you look at the old Andalivian patriarchs in the Old Testament, like Isaiah, and Samuel, and Elijah, what you thought about was, oh, well, these guys were the prophets, the seers. They would put their hands on a child about bar mitzvah age, about 12, 13 years old and say, you came here to be a preacher. You came here to be a rabbi. You came here to be a doctor or a teacher. And that's what they would tell them. But the, the royalty at the time was controlling the money. So the profit of money and the prophecy of the prophets were also separated. The magi who brought the gifts of kingdom were also trained in our order. And so when they came and they brought him a king's ransom, so when the church teaches that Master Rabbi Jesus, as we referred to him in the Lamasery, was born a pulper. Can you understand that even if you're not a student of Judean Christianity, if you live in a European country, if you live in America, you've had generations of influence of Judean Christian teachings, whether you accept it or know it or not. And part of that programming is BS. And a good part of the programming that is BS 
is that when Jesus was, when, when the Holy Spirit chose Mary and the Essene line chose Do, uh, uh, Joseph and King, they were marrying the prophets of old and they were marrying spirituality with prosperity and yet all the programming that's been passed down to a lot of us we're just now learning to go beyond rubbing two nickels together right people think they know so much yet they really truly don't know hardly anything and yet they're so judgmental of others and want to get into this name calling, uh, well, that's not the name of the creator. This is the name. Or, you know, hey, uh, this religion is better than this religion. And all of this hate and all of that going on, It, you, you know, the books at the Lamasery, the records, right, the 3,300 years of records, you had told me that um, no one has ever infiltrated the Lamasery itself. It's, it's actually in almost a, well, in a 5D state or yeah, you can imagine. Okay. So when Boganathar is finished with what he's doing in China, well, he thinks he's now created this new yoga. He called simple yoga that later became Tai Chi Gong right before he thought he was going to leave the first time. One of the emperors of the middle kingdom, came to him and said, look, the emperor is dying of a disease. He's young. He was in his 20s, and it very well looked like the disease he had was a neuromuscular disease. And in those days, if somebody developed palsy or MS or Parkinson's or something, pretty well they were done for within a year or two because there was no medical rehab. The herbal doctors had given him already about 12 to 24 months. So they had heard about this miraculous yoga master that you can imagine had spent five decades and his hair and beard were matted. He had changed beyond belief. The general approached him and said, would you help our master, the emperor? So he, he trekked back with them, they cut him, they cleaned him up, they shaved him, put his hair in a nice ponytail, nice Chinese garments. He met with Emperor Chen, and Emperor Chen is the one that gave him the name Lao Tzu. So Boganarthar slash Indian Brahman slash Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu are one and the same being. Yeah. That 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 is that is very exciting. Um, what's going on there? And I see. Uh, you know, I want to answer some of these comments. And can you finish up? You know, you you you, you were the the lamasery, the tech guy, like the mission control guy, hooked into the satellite that most people don't have access to. Is got random key phrases coming on the screen. You hear about this, Charlie Ward. You come into the inner, uh, the insider club, and then kind of go from there because I want to answer that, and then I want to answer this person about the gospel. They're saying, "What does this have about the gospel?" Again, controlled religion, and they really truly think they're getting everything, but yet, do you? And I'm not insulting you in any way, but do you even spend time with the Creator? I mean, I every morning. I have a prayer book, 18 different pages that I read besides the, the prayers that I do independently from that, besides the conversations I have all day long throughout the day with the creator. You know, again, judgmentalness is not Christ-like. It's not what Yahushua did. He hated religion. Well, he, what, he hated what it. people who are lower level of consciousness have a tendency to speak out when they don't understand what they are hearing or they're fearful of what they are hearing, as opposed to being open-minded enough to check something out and pursue it. Uh, that's in our fearful nature, old programming that was actually passed by the black hats. So that's, that's part of that programming. So in order to become a llama, you have to understand, I was a group student for about three years. 
And then I became a private student and instructor and trained for the next three and a half years in Tibet. When I left Tibet, I was about 23, 24 years old. I was the youngest adept in the Tibetan order and the first American born adept. Another 10 years went by and I was promoted to mastership. In 2010, the same year my third youngest son, Chin, was born, I was promoted to master. In 2015, um, we had a Lama who wanted to retire and they asked me, we have 36 active Lamas in the world at any given time. And 24 of those Lamas are responsible for the training of one country. And 12 of us are responsible of two or more countries. So I was given Canada outside of America. And my wife is from the Philippines. And so I was giving our sister country, the Philippines, to train. And then two weeks ago, because of what we were getting ready to do with the My Patriots Network, I had been, from what they are saying, trained, being in the entertainment business for 20-something years, that they thought that they wanted to make me the global spokesperson of the Lamasery. And you have to understand about vibration. Imagine 3,000 years since Boganathar after Emperor Chen finally passed on, he goes up into Tibet, picks the place that one day a lamasery is going to be built, and he will train the first 12. And that's what he did. He trained the first 12. They said that training on an average took over 100 years. And one day he just got up and took off. And depending on who you talk with, they said some said he was 250. Some said he was 350 years old. He was obviously old. He had been around a long time. But just like when the yoga master appeared to me in the middle of meditation and he looked so young and I asked him how old he was. And I'm, I'm not going to say that today because if people are having trouble with what I'm saying so far, they would never believe how old. But I asked him. How is it you can be so old? And this was his wisdom. When you've lived as long as I have, Rasaji, you figure out how to get younger. Right. And yeah. that is just the cause and effect. But I spend with the creator two to three hours every day. I didn't start that. I started right. spending about 15 minutes a day. Right. About 50 years ago. So until basically you can spend 15 to 30 minutes a day with the creator for just 45 days straight, you won't have a clue what's going on. You'll never get into fourth and fifth D if you're not willing to connect to the source that creates fourth and fifth D. And going back to what you said before about tithing, how tithing works is the first pillar of the science of abundance, which is one, you give what you want. That's the law of the universe. You give what you want. So if you want to learn Tai Chi Gong, if you desired one day to become an instructor of Tai Chi Gong, well, we come to teach what we really came to learn. If I want money, I need to give money. If I want love, I need to give love. If I want kindness, I need to give kindness. But if you think judgmental consciousness exists in the 5D, well, and you know, head. And you know me, you know, I'm not attacking anybody, but I will delete you and block you with your negative comments. If you're asking a question, we have no problem answering a question. If you're making a statement and a negative statement, then I'm going to block you and throw you out because you know what? Don't need you. I mean, seriously, 
We've got over 100,000 members of MPN now. These memberships are growing. Yahuwah is blessing us. He brought the Master Lama into my life. He told the Spirit, tell him. I mean, what did the Spirit tell you about myself and personally MPN and spirituality coming well, together with I, patriotism? Here's the bottom line. Everything is based on cause and effect, right? It's what they refer to as karma yoga. And by the way, karma yoga is basic, basic yoga. Okay, and you can't get away from it unless you evolve beyond it. But everybody answers to that. But cause and effect exists in the universe and especially in 3D. Right. And I knew already I was told that Jimmy had been praying for over 30 years. Hey, my wife, my wife has been praying since she's five years old. And that's over 40 years. Her marrying a llama, you think that's by accident. You think that we're getting ready to bring spirituality and patriotism together on MP. And you think Jimmy and me meeting is an accident. You don't have a clue how this process works. So the key of it is, is that a person who's doing the work, this is going to be a site of truth and action. If you're serious about transformation, if you're serious about having a spiritual and a positive impact on people, I don't care whether you're religious or not. We accept everybody. We are, our mission has always been health, wealth, and happiness for one human family. Everybody is spiritual. You are a spiritual being having a physical experience, right? It can be whatever you want it to be, but do not blame anyone else outside of looking in the mirror. Yeah, I love that mentality where they're the vic the victim mentality the blame everyone else for my life and where it's at and all of that and again i might be not talking to one person on that's watching this but i you know i'm i've got a lot going on as you know master lama raji and i appreciate you and you know i appreciate the fact that you and the lama Sari are getting behind my patriots network that we're coming together with the circle of life to bring patriotism and in spirituality, not spiritualism and hocus pocus and nonsense. Okay. Real true spirituality, because we are a, 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 you know, a spiritual being, a soul having a human experience with the creator spirit in us, the heavenly father and his son. I believe in the heavenly father and son. I was raised as a Catholic. Then I got baptized in front of 10,000 people in Canton, Ohio, as a Christian, okay, but I'm not going to label it, because one person just said, is he a Christian? Well, I've heard you talk more about Yahushua, Christ, and the Father than most Christians do, and understand the Holy Word, and actually been not only seeing what is available to the public, but seeing what's available not to the public, okay, what's yeah. being hidden from us, and you're more knowledgeable and more of, if you want to put down, you know, terms Christian than most of these folks that I know that say they're Christians, right? Let me speak to this. And then this. they're bashing everybody on, on, on the internet. Let me speak to this. The truism, the Trinity exists, no matter what you call the Trinity. God's Trinity, there's a energy that's creative. There is an energy that is sustaining and there is an energy that is transforming. So that in Christian terminology, that's the father, son and the Holy Spirit. Right. So we honor that in every culture. We were probably the first organization to really have a Unitarian kind of feeling. If you can imagine over 3000 years ago. Speaking about one human family, right? So, you know, we're non-political. We're not necessarily religious. We are spiritual. And we acknowledge every divine 
spark in every human being, whether they are or are not. I can remember, I don't remember the four years I was in Tibet, we celebrated Christmas, right? We also celebrated Passover and we celebrated Easter. And we did it in honor and in homage. And I can tell you, I've had personal conversations with Master Rabbi Jesus, where I was seeing him just as clear as I'm seeing Jimmy now. And I can tell you that there was a lot that happened. And part of the reason was there were a lot of books taken out of the Bible purposely in order to control the human race. Why? Well, there's a couple basic reasons why that happened. But number one, it's about control. In other words, if you really knew what happened to Master Rabbi Jesus from the age of 12 to the age of 30, where he's showing up with his cousin John the Baptist in the River Jordan, if you really knew what happened, well, I know what happened. And one day through this teaching, we're going to share all of you, but we're going to share what happened. But the real key was, you know, John the Beloved said, I saw him grow from grace to grace. We're, we're trying to teach you guys to be kind to one another, yes. love one another, extend your kindness to person. If you cannot love and support one human being, how are you going to ever do it to the human race? And the next breath, you might have all these excuses why you're not going to do that. It could be money. It could be your health, whatever. If you'll hang with us and give us a few months and go check out Rasaji.com in the circle of life. And I'm going to show that, by the way, in a minute. And and we're, gonna, we're getting close to closing this up. But, but we are here to help you. That is yes. all. We yes. are here to love on you to help you. Why would Charlie Ward have me on his show? And why would that show get 65,000 likes in just one social media if people are not happy with what we're doing? You got to understand, we're trying to create in this platform of My Patriots Network something that will help you and your family and loved ones at all Shake. So I'm going to thank you, Jimmy, for letting me come into your life and let me do whatever I can. I want to thank y'all for stopping by. Jimmy wants to show you a little bit the website. Yes, I need to do that. We're going to be here. Hold on one second. Okay. Now we're going here. So can you see the website? Yes, sir. Okay. So folks, um, this is Master Lama Raji's website. He's also now, you can see My Patriots Network. It's also now a channel on My Patriots Network. I will be doing a weekly live with him where we'll be helping people. We'll be talking to people. But I, I'm going to tell you, I have no time for trolls. I'm going to bring someone else on. They will be terminated immediately. I, we've got the Arise Tour USA going on. We got massive stuff going on to actually help change this country and this world. And I'm not going to sit there and, and, and let people engage with their nastiness. They'll get terminated immediately off of this live. And we don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. But, you know, if you got a question, fine. Master Lama will answer your question. I'll answer your question. I want to teach you all how to make money online in the future. He, you know, I want to teach you how to become independent. I'm not going to give you fish, but I can teach you how to catch fish. Master Lama is going to teach you how to get stronger with your spirit, your, you know, your, your spiritual strength, getting more of a relationship with the creator and his son. I mean, just through the breathing that I've been doing, just through the breathing that I've been doing, I thought I was on fire the other day. I was so, but not like burning alive, but just heated. So heated so much, so much energy. I had the air condition again at 68. I was, I was, you know, my wife's like, you're freezing us in here. But I was just so, you know, just filled with, with, with the spirit and filled with energy for what we're doing. And again, it's not me. It's not even 
Master Lama Raji. It's the Heavenly Father and His Son, the Christ, Jesus, Yahushua, whatever you call the Son of God. If you call Him God, the Heavenly Father, Jehovah, Yahweh, Yahuwah. That's how I refer to Him. Okay, but we don't need to get into semantics. We need to love each other. You know why the darkness is taking over all the, the, the pillars of societies or mountains of societies? It, because our side of the equation, the people that, you know, really truly are more on the light than on the darkness moving from the gray into the light, you know, not in the darkness like what we're dealing with in the governments of the world right now. They're, they're fighting. They're battling against each other, saying hateful words to each other. We're not allowing. I'm not. Personally, myself, I'm not allowing that. And I don't care about trolls. They can troll me all they want. They can send me their energy of hate, and I'll absorb it and turn it into power. So I don't even worry about any of that. But this is Master La uh, Lama Rosaji's website. He's got a free community that you can join. He's got his, his book, A Circle of Chi, in there that is free for you to read. He's got daily inspirational uh, messaging going out via video to help you. And then we will be doing these lives every week to help also. But we'll also be doing, we're going to have, we have, you'll see in here, we also have a training platform that we're going to be doing live webinars, Q&A and instructional webinars. But I love you folks, okay? I'm not here to, you know, be uh, Jim, the uh, tough guy or anything like that. Am I, can you see me now, Master yes. Lama? Yes, I can see you fine. Am I frozen or am I, okay. Yeah, yeah. you're a little bit frozen, yeah. But you can hear me okay, right? Yeah, I can hear you fine. All right, hold on one second. Let me see what's going on. Okay, stop sharing. Okay, let me see here. Let me stop the cam, let me start the cam. Yeah. Oh, that's unusual. So anyways, I'm frozen in time. Um, I want, you know, I'll let Master Lama close it up, but I do love you folks. I really, truly do. But I'm managing a lot of things going on right now. We're doing a, a U.S. tour with a Rise USA tour. We got a lot of stuff going on, and I just don't have any time for any nonsense. So in saying that, I'm turning it over to you, Master Lama Raji, to close us out today. Okay. I just want to thank all of you for stopping by today. And by the way, uh, Master Lama is going to be on several of those tour dates on the tour. So we're excited about joining up the tour. And so pay attention to that. You'll get messages about that. Uh, share uh, the website, share everything with them. We're going to see you next week. I just want to leave you with this blessing. Baraka Bashai, may the blessings be to you and your wonderful family. Keep God the Father is close to you as your heartbeat, and God the Mother is near to you as your breath. Peace be with you all. God loves you, and so does Jimmy and the Lama. Thank you. Love you, folks.